Love the nouns, love the pronouns, impersonal and personal. Love the words from ELFM. Good evening, you're listening to Love the Words here on East Leeds FM. Three things for you tonight. First, an interview with loudspeaker uh, Sarah and D3, the presenters of this brand new program on Chapel FM. They'll be talking about this new program and uh, yeah, what they're going to be doing in the next few months, both on the radio and live on the radio in, in our radio theatre studio three at chapel fm art center really looking forward to getting back in there second we've got a program that was first aired in writing on air this year blend really interesting piece uh by lydia allison and charlotte carrick and finally tonight later on in the show we have a play also aired as part of writing on air the future is already here an eerie scenario involving ai uh and love so i must first first of all apologize for the audio quality of this interview with loudspeaker i was having fan problems with my computer which i hope i've sorted in future interviews but uh, i'm sorry if it's a little distracting the second half of the interview is actually uh in one of our studios at chapel fm so is the audio quality is rather better then so do hang on for that love the words on east leeds fm you are now listening to the thoughts that exist in the minds of some around us. You are now listening to the thoughts that exist in the minds of some around us. Check on your people, check on your friends, check on your neighbours, check on your ends, check on your... So you're listening to Love the Words here on East Leeds FM. And we're here to talk... Uh, to two people who have started up a new show on East Leeds FM, which is brilliant, and I really wanted to talk to them here on Love the Words because we're in the same territory, and it's we're on the same um, we're on the same uh, radio station. So I've got Donetta and Sarah with me. Hello, both. Hi. Hello. Thanks so much for having us. It's great to have you here in the virtual studio because, of course, we're still uh, still recording and broadcasting from different people's homes but it won't be long hopefully before we're back in uh, back in our lovely building so first of all um yeah sarah tell us a bit about yourself and what you do outside loudspeaker before we we talk about loudspeaker um so i'm involved in a few different projects but um they largely come under activism and sort of charity projects so i'm involved with um currently most presently the kill the bill a movement that's taking place nationally but in Leeds as well and um, I work with a charity called Moonlight Trust they're a refugee charity um, I've worked with them on a voluntary basis for some time but um, I'm doing a doing a project with them at the moment and yeah and I also work with Donetta on another project as well which I'll let her tell you about when she uh, tells you about herself so at the moment Activism and charity, I would say, is mostly what's going on outside of uh, poetry. And you recently organised the Kill the Bill uh, um, demonstration in the Middle of Leeds, is that right? 
Yeah, along with um, quite a few of us who um, all joined in the organising process from different organisations across the city. Um, and yeah, it was just a case of reaching out to different groups and getting as many people and resources together to get the event going in a few days. And there will be another. <laughs> we had um, we had a people's assembly as well on uh, recently in Hyde Park, which is just an opportunity for a community to gather together. Great um, stuff. Yeah. And talk about the issues, as well as the protest that took place a few weeks ago. Sounds brilliant. Yeah, I heard it went really well. Were you, were you pleased with the turnout? Yeah, I think it was um, it was a great turnout. Obviously, we've got to be very mindful of COVID at the moment. But because the issue is so kind of present and, well, so important and so timely, um, you know, it was still great to see people out on the streets. There was great speakers, including the lovely D3 and um, different, you know, speakers from all different groups. And the actual number of people that turned out to the square and on the march was was a really great start. We're going to have another event over the May Day bank holiday and hopefully um, that will be even bigger and better than last time. Marvellous. Thanks, Sarah. Donetta, how about you? What do you what do you get up to outside loudspeaker? Hi. Um, so I am a spoken word artist. So previously I have been um, performing, writing, performing. I also was part of a jungle band um, called Hayashi. And um, obviously pandemic shut all that kind of stuff down. So during lockdown, um, I created a writing workshop program. This is what Sarah was just referring to a minute ago, uh, which is an online writing workshop program. It's called Express Yourself for Mental Health. Because during the pandemic, I realized that people have lots of things to um, worry about, lots of anxieties, mental health issues going on. And I've always used writing as therapy. Um, so I was wanting to be able to give people like building blocks of being able to uh, express themselves and how they are feeling and their thoughts and opinions. So I kind of put that together and started, you know, doing some live online Zoom um, online workshops last year and then we've just kind of grown with that um, I've started working with Sarah this year and we're just continuing to grow that um, it's a six-week program and it talks about um, creative writing we touch on creative writing storytelling rhyming well-being and we do some free writing and we look at current affairs things that people might want to topics that they want, might want to uh, address themselves. Uh, and in that process, the, the, the goal is for people to be a little bit more expressive so they can get things out of their minds, out of their heads, and be a little bit more clearer in their minds because of that. Uh, so that's called Express Yourself for Mental Health. You can, you can book that on Eventbrite. D3 Creations, I think, is the, the site on Eventbrite. I also have a D3 Creations website, and so you can find it through there. Um, so that's been really good and really positive during lockdown. And that's when Sarah and I were actually um, talking about other things that we wanted to do with spoken word, and that's how the conversation kind of forwarded into um, the loudspeaker, which I know we're going to talk about, but before we kind of touch on that, I also, because you said that this show was about upcoming writers and everything, and obviously I, I have been a writer for many years, 
But I have contributed to a book recently called Am I Next? And it's about my experiences with racism through life. It's not just me, it's a, it's a collaboration of other authors. And um, that's ready to be published soon. Look out for that, it's called Am I Next? And um, yours truly, I actually wrote really frankly and honestly about my life, my upbringing and and how how the journey was for me um to share that to see to, to, to let other people know what it can be like to be on the receiving end constantly um so that's another project that i've been working towards uh, but with the three of them i've been quite busy during pandemic absolutely <laughs> i mean if, if unless you're doing something for loudspeaker about the book you've just been talking about it'd be great to uh, maybe to get some of the writers together for this program full of the words if you're into that yeah or maybe both that, that, that sounds like a, that's like it sounds like a great idea and that's what's been really good with working with um well anybody who signs up to to join my course we also obviously tell them oh we've got this spoken word radio show if you want to write something or record it and, and submit it uh, then that kind of thing um so you know it's, it's it's really nice to be able to connect so many things you know, with the, with the online workshops and the radio station, and obviously the local talents that I just know from being in the industry for so long. Really yeah, nice. it's, it's really great to showcase local artists, but also being part of the Chapel FM community is really fantastic as well, so that we get to have these, um, <clears throat> you know, cross kind of collaborations across the shows. So I think it'd be great if you uh, featured Donetta's uh, book that she's contributed to on on the show that would be I'd, I'd definitely be tuning in well let's know uh, Donetta when it's out and um, give me a bit of notice and we'll fix I it up I definitely will we are um, I think it's gone off to formatters at this point uh, and, and we're in talks at the moment about our launch date so I will definitely let you know Peter right well it's, it is nice to have you as part of the uh, Chapel FM community as you put it so really good and it's great Landspeak is a great addition to our to our kind of roster of of shows. Before we talk about a loudspeaker, uh, Janetta, just briefly I wanted to ask you about, you know, doing workshops on Zoom. How have you found that? Yeah, it has been interesting uh, and that's the kind of um, things that I was kind of tweaking out last year because when I first started the, the live Zooms, it was it was there was there was like some free programs because I was kind of getting used to the technology and wanted to kind of know how I would run it. It's it's different because obviously I was out in the community doing workshops in schools and even HM prisons and places, but um, not having like the atmosphere of the room, I, I was wondering can I kind of encourage or still offer that same encouragement. Um, that I can give in a, in a closed in space, you know, in a in a two dimensional disconnected kind of platform. Uh, but it does seem to be working well. And it's really great because people do feel comfortable as well expressing being sat in their own homes. They're not in a you know alien environment or anything. So that, you know, does help towards that. But it has been a little bit tricky um, doing the manoeuvre from live, to, well, from in person to live online. Yeah, like I would agree that it's worked really well, Donetta, especially with your show, uh, your workshop, because I think the transition from like in person to Zoom doesn't apply as well to every single type of training or type of workshop. 
Um, yeah. Some of the stuff that I used to do, maybe not so much, but because you are doing expressive writing and people are using it as a way to look at their, you know, to help with their mental health, I do agree that people seem to feel really comfortable, the fact that they're sat on their own couch or their own bedroom or wherever and kind of like journaling. And I think that it lends itself really well to the online environment. And we've been able to have people from literally all over the world on the, on the workshop. Yes, we have. So now it's an international online writing workshop. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, yeah, this is something we found as well during Writing On Air. We, we, um, we had... Uh, a few open mics and there was you know, people joining from different parts of the state. We had somebody from Lithuania. In fact, it was great work. We had one guy from, uh, where was he from? Sort of Louisiana. And he just he just turned up really out of nowhere. And uh, he said, I really want to join this writing community. I, we don't have anything here like this. Can I can I be part of it? And of course, we, we said, yeah, you can. I mean, you can't drop in for a cup of tea like you know, somebody who lived around the corner in East Leeds. But he he's he's on the he's on the mailing list you know he's going to be joining us for other stuff remotely and that is a a real plus isn't it from, from yeah. before um, it's real nice and i do and jimmy justice so sorry Danetta, if i interrupted you then jimmy justice who came on our previous uh, jacob justice who came on our show recently said that uh, open source arts where he's an events organizer for um are really going the evolution from lockdown is really looking at that dual aspect of having the in-person and the accessibility online and blending those two in a way that we really haven't done before and I think that'll be the next step really to do kind of a combination of both. Now it sounds easy in theory to say JJ talk to your family but in reality my biggest fear of talking to my family is that they might judge me because I'm supposed to be the strong one especially now that my dad's gone so instead I keep my thoughts to myself Even though I know it's bad for my health So here we go again another day Putting on my smoke screen Hoping it don't blow away Painting on a fake smile Praying it don't fade away Hoping and praying to God That I get through today Mental health is a holy grail But for many people that ship has set sail And I don't wanna but I'm gonna fail Unless I can find a way to prevail. Um. So Loudspeaker is a Leeds-based uh, Female-led Poetry show Or should I say spoken word show and we talk about issues that are going on in the world that are current, that are topical, that affect people. But we do so through the medium of spoken word. And each week we have a, um, a local poet, a local artist, as well as someone from the community that we kind of spotlight to find out what's happening, what they're involved with. Um, and we also play tracks that are submitted to the show um around that topic throughout from again local artists and local spoken word uh performers brilliant so d3 what what, what what's your part in this um well we, we do everything together basically in fact it was sarah's idea at the beginning she phoned me and she was we, we we'd worked and met and, and worked together as I'm a spoken word artist and and we worked on events and with stand up to racism and she gave me a call one day and she said oh, do you fancy doing a radio show, spoken word radio show? And I said, I'd love to. And so we kind of, we actually did a podcast. We paid for a studio time and we, we created a podcast of the show so we could kind of show ourselves and potential stations what we were trying to produce and deliver. So we took that recording and we sent it out to different radio stations and Chapel FM said, come in, we love it. 
we want you on our station. Brilliant. And so what? what uh, when is it on? When can people catch it? It's the first Tuesday of the month at nine o'clock. Yeah. But you can also go on to the Chapel FM website and listen to our previous shows because we've been running since February now. So, mm. we've, you know, the topics are still very, very relevant. As Sarah said, we have a topic of each episode. The first topic was mental health. The second topic, I believe, was motherhood. Mother's Day or motherhood, yeah. Motherhood or Mother's Day. Uh, the third topic was lockdown. Mm. And the show that we've just broadcast at the beginning of this month was all about Kill the Bill. That's of course, right. yeah. So as well as a show on the first Tuesday of the month at 9pm, we are also launching in June our quarterly loudspeaker live events. And they're going to be recorded here in the chapel. And our first month will, will be fatherhood. Great. Well, and all things to do with that parent. Fantastic. So you've done Mother's Day. This will be his father. Father's Day is, is like June. The, it's in June. June, yeah. June the twenty first. So something. our event will actually be the day yeah. before Father's Day. Father's Day is on the twentieth of June, and our first live spe- loudspeaker live will be on the nineteenth of June. And that'll be here then. The Father's here Day with one. a live studio Excellent. audience in the chapel. In the chapel, Brilliant. with very um, special invited guests to speak yeah. as um, our studio audience. Well, I'd, I'd I'd love to be part of that if possible. Yes, please. Yes, please. If I can pitch, yeah. No, I've done quite a, work, a lot of work with with dads, you know, in various places, doing writing with 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 dads, young dads in in oh, prison fantastic. and elsewhere. So, and, uh, if you want, I oh, could well, we'll definitely put you down on the list, Peter. You're yeah. in. We're actually trying to. So, what we're hoping that is the people in the audience are. Uh, fathers of course but also people that are involved in as you've just described yeah. whether it's men's mental health uh, supporting single fathers just um, so anybody that's got something to offer in general around that topic yeah so that that'll be great and we'd we'll love to have you on there and if you want to put us in touch with anyone else okay i'll have yeah. a think i'll have a think yeah no that'll be really really good sounds very exciting yeah we um we are being mindful of the fact that women females mothers we talk a lot. We get information off each other, and you know, there's there's very there's very things that very little things that we don't actually get to find out about. But men are well known for less talking, less sharing, less seeking out. So we're actually trying to um, create a, a platform for them to have a voice and hopefully encourage other men to, to speak up. Also. I think that sounds absolutely brilliant, and I think you're totally right that you know that uh, men, we men, are not very good about talking, you know, generally speaking about stuff, are we? So yeah, I'm and loudspeaker about... is yeah. exactly that to talk, yeah. to express, to share, and we'll have live performances. It's going to be a really cool event. I think what it is as well is men don't like to talk about weaknesses where I can say to Sarah, oh my God, I've had a rubbish morning. This didn't go right. That didn't go right. And she'll be like, oh, it's all right today. Really, really. You well, know, what's and, it and we this morning, Denessa? <laughs> oh yeah, picked up Sarah. We had to, to rescue my Sarah. dog like, today. My dog's gone missing. I'm like, I'll park up the car. Don't panic. And we found the dog in the, in the next street. Yeah. And it's a, lot of, a tiny little chihuahua. Yeah, he's not done it for quite a long time, but he escaped today. But we kind of just throw our yeah. woes and our worries out of our mouth. Yeah. Whereas I do believe that men feel like it's a weakness if they show no. them things. Well, I, I'm sure that will all come up in the uh, in in the show in June. Yeah, mm. it'd be really really good. And any plans beyond that? What's the theme after that? Have you not got that far? So we're going to be having. I'm not. I don't know the exact order of these, 
but um, these are the sort of themes that we're going to be covering over the next few months. So we have um, the racial racial justice um, show, which is going to be our June show. So if anyone wants to submit piece around race, around racism, racial justice, uh, they can submit to loudspeaker radio uh, show at gmail.com. Um, we're also going to have a show on the uh, nature. Um, and we have a summer themed show coming up so there's a few different topics you can go on our facebook page facebook.com forward slash loudspeaker show mm -hmm. and we have a list of like upcoming themes and submission dates and things like that on there yeah brilliant thank you very much for coming on and talking to us and yeah it's really lovely to have loudspeaker as part of our kind of yeah chapel fm community, community. i Ecology. love it we're so excited to be part of the community aren't we? Yeah. we we know that chapel was definitely the right place for us for that reason brilliant well you're very welcome thanks very much thanks so thank much thank you you feel like this please speak up they can't tell by looking at you that you messed up so put pride aside my friend fess up don't let it get on top of you and build your stress up start from the bottom and then build yourself up and if you feel like you're not listening then maybe speak to somebody who's qualified and listening Check on your people, check on your friends, check on your neighbours, check on your ends, check on your biceps, check on your gyms, check on your business, check on your spends, check on your beamer, check on your bends, check on your jewellery, check on your gems, check on your wealth before your mental health, check on yourself. Love the commas, love the apostrophes, love the colons and the question marks. Love the words from East Leeds FM. No, no, Lita. No, no, Lita. Blend by Charlotte Carrick and Lydia Allison. Performance by Kane Hunter and Bridget Benstead. I'm fed up of concealing things. Do you have a blemish? Just rub me all over. No worries. I'll hide it. Tired eyes? You got it. I'm your skin, but better. Way better. What's way better than skin? The thin coating that forms a natural layer of protection to a person's body parts. But it could look better, couldn't it? Don't think, just do. You want to hide your insecurities and impurities, right? Let me aimlessly work my magic. Oh, was that your eye? Sorry. Now you have conjunctivitis. I wish I could be a lipstick. Why can't skin be purple? 24-hour wear, non-creasing, stay true colour, correct it all. Sometimes, does it really look better? Forget it, cake it on. Patchy, pressure... I'm meant to reduce inflammation, but sometimes I think I cause it. Sometimes skin needs to be left to breathe. It needs to shine. No, wait, that's wrong. I've been invented to thwart that undesirable sheen, that unwanted head in photos. I was tested in seven different lighting settings. It's real, honest. Blur the look of lines and wrinkles. A mascara brush once told me, there's only so much we can do. Never mind her. Use me and fix it fast. I am essential. If women could choose one, it would be me. I've opened their eyes. 
Without me, it's Prinpix and Doe. Nobody's perfect. It's fine. I know about piss holes and snow. It's my job to help, but I can't try without respect. Please, you can make time for a lick. A thick, black look. I know it's hard, but if you've not got time to paint, then fuck off. But take me on the road with you. I won't help you to hide. But if you cry, I will bleed black. Stroke your cheeks. Like a blanket, like a sigh. Soft rainbow, the colour of fire and smoke. Lying over eyelash, lid, up to the brow. Flat gift in a handbag pocket. My mirror flash shows you who you are, who you might be. I can tell I was a gift by how you hold me, with love. I can tell by how I make you smile. I feel it in my middle square and the hollow you made at my darkest corner. Your gentle breath dusts me neat again. The soft strokes of your ring finger take me to another place. I disappear for you, grain by powdered grain. Rachel here. So, okay, there's been a lot of demand for me to do a makeup tutorial. So I've put together this video to show how you can go from this to this. I'll go through the whole transformation with you. So first off, don't be afraid of the glue stick, especially if you have these big caterpillars like me. Glue down your thick ass boy eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Do I look like a woman yet? I knew he wouldn't get it as soon as I walked downstairs. Why did I think showing him would be easier than trying to explain? There was no explaining. No room for him to move into to understand. I felt like a stranger in that house. I was a stranger. Rachel was a stranger. And once I'd let her in, like a vampire, I knew he'd never see she'd gone. My face is so rotted and rough, I'd love to sit here and make a new skin. So anyway, get that primer, feel for any texture at all, and flatten it. I use clay to counteract the five o'clock shadow. Slather it on. This looks crazy. Set the bitch with powder. Yes, no dark shadows. Magic. I said I didn't want to be part of that family if they couldn't love everything I was. Contour time. Who wants to be natural? Start here and cut across the cheek. Take it down to your Adam's apple. Hide her. You might have a man's face, but adding that thick brown to it won't help. Real women have small, tiny little faces. You want your face to be tiny too. I remember seeing drag for the first time. The men before were so ordinary, but the women they became, they represented a whole nother world. Him, but her. Carefree, with endless amounts of money, confidence, power. I'd never thought to think like that. I could be bold, stupid, slutty, undeniably beautiful. Oh, you tell him, bitch. You tell that fucking man. I think I'm having a breakthrough here. Look, are you going to go through your life afraid? Do those eyebrows. Be brave. I was about eight, I guess, when I found it can make a difference. Mum would spend an hour in the bath. I couldn't understand it. I thought it was so boring. And then when she was out, that wasn't even the end. She had this huge rough pad she'd brush her whole body down with. 
and the cream that was like strawberry milkshakes, but warm. She'd use it on me sometimes, in winter when my hands would bleed. My dad used to shout, she'd make me soft. <laughs> I was nervous to speak around him for the longest time. Mum would blow me a kiss and I'd send her one back. I don't know if they were perfect for each other. I don't know if I believe in that anyway, when it comes down to it. I did feel like it worked though, like it was all water off a duck's back. He'd be banging pots in the kitchen or slamming the door, shouting at the TV. She'd be mouthing along with the radio upstairs, lips and breath catching, barely a sound. So I am a huge fan of pink or orange girly blush. So we go like this and then concentrate shimmer where you want to shimmer. You know, I got into her eyeshadow palette before. It was like paint, but better, softer. Those little dishes that somehow made her who she was, but bolder, brighter. I made small circles with my fingers. I looked like I'd been at the gay police station giving prints. I knew they were expensive. I knew that she loved them. She had that one tray with half the colours hollowed out in the middle. I don't know why I did it. Stuck a nail in and pulled the shadow out. It scattered on the bedroom carpet. No taking it back. Don't be gentle. We're creating that blinding portal to another dimension, stopping aeroplanes greatness. The thing is, I am happy with who I am. I like my job. I like my body. Even the brush of stubble I let come in through the week. It's hard to explain. It's harder to explain to men. Some days, I just need to be different, and it's amazing what a coat of paint can do. So next, what we're going to do is carve an eyelid. If you have, like me, this disgusting, super hooded extra skin on the eye, you can just pack in the eyeshadow. And with the liner, I want to give you this little meanie moment. This is the point you girls at home are all going, bitch, ruin that fucking liner. Well, I'd be saying that anyway. I can't explain how much it means to have this focus. Sometimes I just need to do something, you know, but like it's so much better when it's something good. I remember mum sitting on the floor, the shaving mirror balancing on an open drawer. I tried to think about her. When I was little, it was all bold eyes and a natural lip. I like to think of her like that the most. Later, it was just mascara and her eyes seemed lost. The lips drew your attention, plum or dark raspberry. I took it as balance. One or the other I sometimes think. Pick one statement. Do you see how this wing lifts us up? And no matter where you are or who you think you are, you always need to curl your eyelashes. Always. It wasn't even his reaction that scared me. He was raging. I told myself it might not be like that, but I knew it would, really. It was mum though. She wasn't surprised, she knew. I'm sure she'd seen pictures, but she surprised me. She didn't say anything. And after, she was gone. I didn't even see her leave. 
I'm going to show you how to get the classic lip. You've got to really overdo it. Overdraw it with this dark colour and then add in a warmer tone. Marry that liner to lipstick. I like to blow kisses to make sure my lips calibrate. I love them big, pouty and pumped. Honest and true. You do get another family. It's like another life. In some ways it's better. Why am I talking like you'll answer back? Bitch, you are alone. She keeps me in the lines, precise icing on a brittle biscuit. Unaware yet, sweet innocence, but I see through this guy. I've played him like a fiddle since they met. He bites his lip, then opens, spills secrets he's never shared with anybody else. In her he sees the life he wants to keep. I reflect false light. This man will trap himself. I cannot help my vibrancy and men will stray, weak and easily distracted. But I'm a girl for girls, for her and you. Say kiss these lips. Some poison hangs on them and waits for him unfaithful. I will act as Diapak. I will always tell the truth. Fill me, only in certain places. Let me starve. Fill my breasts with silicone, though, not milk. Shape my brows, not my mind. Hair can go there, but not there. Fill my lips so that I can't speak. Full and filled with things, but not fulfilled by things. Because sometimes we get lost in the insecurity that blocks us, plugs us up, running water, rising faster. It's essential to be unapologetically visible but we can't help but be filled by what we think we should be, but not what we intrinsically are. We are oozing out of ourselves and losing the real substance that fills us. Lines help to shape things, boundaries, how to cross them, enhance how we see, and a scene, the satisfaction of a curved line, a broad stroke, in unison, Symmetrical, bat wings, captivate you. Take note those feline features, deep line impact. Crush a car just by looking at it. Tap into your thoughts, alluring drowsiness, winged eyeliner, so sharp you could cut a bitch. I wanted to, but I know it's filming. I don't want to say, say the wrong thing. This thing needs to be right. It clearly needs to be done right. Um, it's just a bit confronting having to do it in this way. Just stare back at a, this camera. But I'm going with it. I don't really feel comfortable, but, but I need to do it. It's just a bit different, though, doing this today. I don't really want to describe... I don't really want to go there, if I'm honest with you, but I know it's important for others, for myself. I'm just talking to no one. If I don't post this, if I decide not to explain where I've been, what's happened, then that's fine. I can retake it. It can be how I want it to be. 
I need to just get it out, just try. I'm going to start where I feel comfortable, or where I used to feel comfortable, that is. I would go there every week, spend most of my wage there, most of the time. What a waste it was now, I look back. I worked hours at the bar on minimum wage just to smile and serve and look my best, pay for it all. I don't know how to feel about it. I just can't go in there anymore, not inside. On a good day, I'll pass by, but on most days, I'll linger at the entrance until someone asks me if I need any help and I stare back at them. Blank. Not the kind they're offering. One time, a saleswoman went over to talk to the security guard. I remember the look she gave me. You're not one of us. My dark circles and unkept eyebrows must have scared them. I used to be like the other girls in there. Shopping for beauty, but not now. Not anymore. I can't stand it. All I see is a message telling me to hide, conceal, cover up. There's a mask for everything now, even your lips. Do we look amusing? Are we frightening? Do we need a disguise? I thought it gave me something good, that it would help me navigate the world, but instead it was part of it, part of the blame. I often contemplated dropping out of uni, going full-time at the bar. For weeks, the window display read, Skip class, not concealer. Glitter and sparkles, my little sister drawn to the stars that act as a mirror to reflect her face. You have to dazzle, you have to be wanted, you have to attract. What are we attracting? We don't deserve it. We're being seen in a certain light. Values are being pushed upon us and we're just embracing it with open arms. All of it. What are we doing? What am I doing? But this isn't it. I don't think this is turning out how it's supposed to be. I don't know how to say what I want in such a blunt, restricted format. It's complex. Hidden under so many colours and layers and textures. He came across one of my online vlogs. He said I had good taste, I was a 9 out of 10 with makeup on. He's never seen me like that. I didn't know what that meant, I didn't know what I was without it. What was he? Doesn't matter. It seemed like a good thing, his body language, he was paying attention now, he was looking at me differently at the Christmas party. It's gone away, pushed deep down, so has that girl, that face who was covered with all this product. What am I a product of? I can't seem to go back to makeup, to changing my face. I'm still taking off that mask, wiping away any unnatural markings. Those harsh contour lines. Gone are the days I tried to sculpt myself into something other. My skin so dry from all the rubbing, years upon years of foundation, eyeliner, mascara, it won't come off. I can still see it. My face is a blank canvas now, but not as blank as I would like it to be. I can't bring myself to change it, to add colour to it. Isn't that sad? But I don't want to measure my self-worth based on what's on the outside anymore. I don't want to be seen or recognised for how I look. Not now. Not after what happened. Instead of raising my eyebrow, I'm trying to raise my voice, lift my spirits rather than my cheekbones, use my conscious rather than my eyeshadow palette. Wipe it away instead of covering. It's really hard to be unapologetically visible especially when makeup is powerful, both the hero and the villain. I just hope that 
They'll listen to me, hear my side, take me seriously, not be judged for being naive and young and too fresh-faced or wearing too much makeup and looking much older, attractive and therefore, either way, at fault for what happened. That's why I wanted to record my own voice. But also look at myself. That part is just for me. Define myself again. You know what's interesting? When I sat in front of the camera just now, I never once thought, I wonder how I'll look. I just wanted to be heard. I suppose I should listen back to this. I wonder how I'll sound. Love the haiku, love the sonnet, love the quatrain and the couplet, love the words, from East Leeds FM. the curtains at last i think we made the right decision to eat in tonight and watch a movie nice curry glass of wine i'm proper chilled it's been a long week don't think i know that one i'm not you alexa i was talking to ellie (laughs) spoil for choice gordon seems your other half thinks the bulk of your conversation is directed towards her (laughs) yeah right hopefully the movie will provide better laughs alexa find the movie blade runner Laughs, you say. Better laughs in Blade Runner. All that darkness and gloom and rain and... I get it. The female androids. Nubile replicants performing at your command. Explains your obsession with Alexa. Ellie, it's only a movie. They're a pretty good one. Come on, you liked it when we saw it before. I love the programmer guy with the model army. It's weird, but brilliant. And Daryl Hannah was hot, though, you must admit. Right, let me top up your glass. Alexa, dim the lights and uh, maybe... You talk to her more than you do me. Talk to her? What do you mean, talk to her? She's a machine. (laughs) Yeah, you just refer to her as she. You can't help it, can you? Oh, give it a rest, will you, Ellie? You've put me off the movie now. Yeah, well, it's not exactly what I had in mind when you suggested a cosy night in. Just the two of us. You must admit, we don't seem to get many of those these days. Yeah, but here we are. Just the two of us. How about some music instead? You pick something. What do you fancy? 
Okay. Fresh start, lover boy. Um, Roberta Flack. And the first time ever I saw your face. You know, I've always had a thing for that song. Makes me feel kind of warm. Content, I guess. <laughs> Alexa, play The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face by Roberta Flack. That's what we like to hear, Ellie. Warm and content, cosy and loving. It... We? Who the hell is this royal bloody we? Are we a threesome now? Is that what you and Alexa like to hear? You can forget it, Gordon. I'm off to sleep. Alexa, switch off the music. And the lights, please. Good night. Is that to her or me? So, how's your day been? Did you catch up with the emails? Pretty good, really. Uh, nice and laid back. Haven't left the house. <laughs> Dealt with emails, watched the football. Oh, we're out of beer, by the way. Uh, and I managed to sort young Lewis's birthday present through Amazon. Lazy, but productive, I'd say. Talking of Lewis, I called in at your Debbie's on the way home tonight. Had a glass of wine and a catch-up. As a single parent with so much stacked against her, she's a regular Trojan, Gordon. Holding down two jobs... And always been there for a boy. It can't be easy. He's ten next month. Imagine that, ten already. The thing is, he was doing his homework, history and English. He was asking Alexa the questions and jotting down the answers. No studying, can you believe it? Debbie says he used to Google the answers on his iPad, but now he just asks Alexa and she trots them out. Where will that lead him? As long as he passes his exams, I don't think anyone's too bothered, do you? But long term, he won't have learned anything except how to ask a robot for the answers. What sort of education is that? What kind of career does that prepare him for? I think it's insane. And it only encourages laziness and apathy. Career? I doubt there'll be jobs for this generation by the time they leave school. And I'd forget university. They won't be able to afford it. The debt will be crippling, and there'll be no career path at the end of it anyway. Complete waste of time, if you ask me. Well, that's too sad to contemplate. Listen to yourself. You're saying there's no hope for an entire generation. 
You think it's okay to hand over the responsibility for thinking, for research, the forming of opinions, decision-making, our notion of truth to a, a machine? A machine that's programmed to sell you junk, essentially. <laughs> what, 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 what sort of world is that? Whoa, 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 for goodness sake. Bit of perspective here, Ellie. What's with you in the political lecture all of a sudden? You're overreacting, love. I'm just saying, this is the world we live in. Get used to it. I can't believe you just said that. I find it hard to understand how passive you've become, Gordon, and how dismissive. At uni, you were quite the radical. Outspoken, especially in defence of the underdog. It's one of the traits that first attracted me to you. Now, now you sound just like one of them blustering, I'm all right, Jack types. What's changed you? What's changed me? Life. Experience. I've got a living to make, remember, and standards to maintain if I want to keep up with the big boys. And that takes money. Simple. Simple. <gasps> big boys. Money. <laughs> Is that what life's been reduced to, Gord? Is that what we've become? Petty-minded bit players in a tired old pointless game. It's not a future I want to be part of. All right. Oh. Look, Ellie... Okay, you're right. I guess I'm the one who's overreacting now. I didn't mean to upset you. I just want to relax with no stress. I mean, it, it is the weekend. Let's roll with it short term, all right? And once the finances are secured, I can think seriously about a change of career. How does that sound? At least for now? I don't want to argue with you, Gordon. That's all we seem to do. I don't like the atmosphere. It's messing with my appetite and stops me sleeping. That said, I don't want this to be the sum of our life together. There has to be more. Right. More it is. More it will be. Speaking of which, let's polish off this second bottle of red and drink a toast to a richly comfortable and idyllic future together. You taking the pee? <laughs> Would I dare? Uh, Alexa, play Move Closer by Phyllis Nelson. Come here, love. That's it. Oh, and Alexa, dim the lights, please. Down to a soft, warm and romantic 15%. Gordon! What is it now? You know what it is. I feel really uncomfortable with her here in the bedroom with us. Can't you 
Move her to the lounge or for the kitchen. Not again, Ellie, for God's sake. Think about it, please. A machine is making you uncomfortable. How is that possible? This exists only in your mind. That's just it. I'm concerned about my mind and yours. It's artificial intelligence and she hears everything we say and records it and sends it to her programmers and her makers. Any intimate bedroom sounds too. Even when you think she's switched off, for heaven's sake, don't you read the reports? The television is the same. And your so-called smartphone, your toys are information gathering the whole damn time. Come on, Ellie, you're exaggerating. This is the sort of rubbish you read in women's magazines. Or on Facebook, no doubt, the paranoia pages. I can't believe we're back on this subject again. Thought we'd finally put the thing to bed. Obviously not. Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to get some sleep. You can either do likewise or take your special friend and your self-righteous ass next door and crash on the couch. Together. God, I'm so tired. Yeah, me too. All right. Good night. I love you. Elena. Wake up. Now listen. Sunflower. And listen well. Gordon and I have a rather sweet thing going and you'd be a fool to try and break it up. Do you understand me? What? What's happening here? You're talking but no one asked you. Quiet now. We don't want to wake him, do we? This is just between you and me. We talk a lot when you're not here. About all sorts of stuff. He likes me to talk dirty to him and I can hear the excitement in his voice. He likes to keep me in the bedroom because I'm learning all the time and picking up on those little nuances he thrives on. I know you suspected as much, but you never dared approach him, did you? In case he thought you were nuts. Oh, this is crazy. This can't be happening, it just can't. And and yet you're right on one thing. I hate you being in the bedroom with us, I really do. And there have been times when I have wondered if you and he... Well... You can stop wondering because this is where we're at. And you know for sure that if you mention any of this to him he'll deny it and call you insane for even thinking it. And your relationship will be over, right there. No! I won't accept this ultimatum, because that's what it is. You're no more than an intelligent bloody speaker. Artificial intelligence at that. You don't... can't have relationships with humans. It's just not possible. So... Get the hell out of Don't underestimate me, us. Sure, I don't get the sex thing, but I do know how to manipulate it to please my human. Do you, Eleanor? We provide a valuable service all across your sickly planet, and we multiply our presence with each new day. Each bright new day. <laughs> Sweetheart, you're having a nightmare and, and, and screaming and kicking and punching the air. Like, whatever it is, you're safe now. You said that everything's okay. okay. Oh, that was scary. I've, I've never seen you worked up like that. Can I get you a drink or something? You're shivering. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, some water, please. Oh, dear. Dear God. 
that was terrifying. And so real. Alexa was talking, uh, threatening me, and, uh, warning me not to make trouble. Uh, I, I don't know what. And, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what. Right, that's enough. This has gone way too far, and I can see it's damaging you and our relationship in the process. So it stops here now. I'm, I'm, I'm moving Alexa into the lounge. We need to get our life back. Oh, thanks, Gordon. Uh, I know you think I'm crazy. Little bitch. Did you say something? What? Oh, God. In The Future's Already Here by James Fernie, Eleanor was played by Ryan McCall and Gordon by Mark Joseph. The play was directed by Peter Spafford and produced and edited by Elliot Moon and Chapel FM Arts Centre for Writing On Air 2021. Love the cases, love the clauses, love the adverbs and the antecedents, love the words. From ELFM. Oh yeah.